0: thursday february 1st having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real life challenges i'm tom Lamprecht, along with pastor harry reader stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective harry today and tomorrow i want to deal with the sanctity of life Some important headlines in the news, World Magazine is reporting the pain-capable abortion bill, which advanced in the House just a few weeks ago, has failed to pass in the Senate. The Senate voted 51 to 46 on a motion to proceed with three Democrats, Bob Casey of Pennsylvania, Joe Donnelly of Indiana, and Joe Manchin of West Virginia, breaking with their party to support the bill. Two Republicans voted against the bill. That was Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski
1: the filibuster cannot be overcome without 60 votes, and it failed to muster that with 51 votes. So therefore, the bill at this point dies. Let's give credence that these three Democratic senators, their commitment to the sanctity of life exceeded their commitment to the Democratic Party and its abortion at all times for any reason platform. They broke with it out of conviction. (laughs) Now, Let me also say, interestingly, they all come from pro-life states, Pennsylvania, Indiana, and West Virginia. Equally interesting is Democratic senator that is missing, and that's the one recently elected from Alabama. He did not vote to protect these children that can feel pain when you do the abortion, scientifically affirmed, theologically affirmed, and that was the senator from Alabama, Doug Jones, which is not surprising. Now, I want to encourage those who are committed to the sanctity of life, I think this is disheartening, but don't be discouraged ultimately. It took 15 years to get a bill on the partial birth abortion finally passed. It was voted down multiple times through these Cloture votes such as this and kept from coming to a vote in the Senate. This 40-plus year history of fighting for the sanctity of life due to the irrationality and unconstitutional decision of Roe v. Wade still continues to this day, and it's not going to go away. Let me put the pro-death people on notice, those who are pro-abortion. And I'm grateful that the Democratic Party has moved the needle so it's no longer, quote, pro-choice. They now are clearly pro-abortion. Let's make that clear. They are pro-abortion. Because of the vote that was just taken, Tom, we now have in this country the distinct honor of being numbered with seven other countries in the world that have abortions beyond the 20-plus weeks of a pregnancy. We now take our place with China, with Russia, and with North Korea. That's the company we now keep. Tom, the unabashed commitment of the media to be the cheerleader for the pro-abortion movement, unabashed. And all you had to do was look back at the recent marches in Washington. The March for Life, which is 45 years and dwarfs the so-called Women's March. If you work for the city, you certainly want the March for Life to show up and not the Women's March. It is like a pig pen when that one was through. The newspaper articles on the cost to clean up after them, but you won't find that in the March for Life. It's really interesting how clean everything is when they get through. The media coverage on those two events, even though the March for Life is longer, consistent, and even in the terrible weather this year, In the midst of all of that, they gave six times coverage to the Women's March than they did for the March for Life. In other words, let me put it this way, for every six minutes of coverage for the Women's March, the March for Life got one minute coverage on most of the mainstream media. And, of course, another issue has come up, Tom, as well in the front on the sanctity of life, a very interesting moment.
0: Indeed, the Federalist and other media outlets have reported that Cecil Richards is leaving Planned Parenthood amid federal investigation. As we know and we've talked about before, Harry, the Department of Justice is now investigating the selling of body parts. A lot of people are speculating that Cecil Richards is getting out before that gets hard and heavy. Interestingly, while she was at Planned Parenthood, abortions increased under her leadership
1: by 11 percent. A lot of people think she's going out to avoid some implications of this investigation, but she's going out with the banner. Look what I've done for abortion in my tenure. The number of abortions in Planned Parenthood has increased 11 percent. Taxpayer money continues to support Planned Parenthood to the tune of $500 million a year. Taxpayer money supports Planned Parenthood. She has moved the dial. You do not hear anybody talking about safe, legal, and rare anymore. Now they are full out pro-abortion. In the recent bill that was just stopped, Dianne Feinstein comes out and says, this was simply another assault trying to turn back the clock on history, meaning All of the pro-abortion people think that we should just disappear because of the Roe v. Wade decision in the 1970s. No, we're not going to disappear. Whenever a state decides to approve murder, I'm not going to disappear. I'm going to speak against it. And I'm going to speak against it in the name of the revealed will of God, the law of God, and natural law of God that's revealed in creation. This is horrific what we are doing. This barbarity at its worst that the most defenseless and the most protected moment are now subject to such assaults. I agree with Senator Ben Sasse. Let me tell you Cecil Richards' legacy. Cecil Richards has made Planned Parenthood the number one abortion mill. The abortuary has now found a way to get Planned Parenthood supported to the tune of $500 million, has left the safe legal rare notion, and now is pro-abortion. We are going to make sure that abortion stands in place because you got to have abortion with a sexual revolution. You end up with kids that you don't want or kids that are quote unquote mistakes or kids that are inconvenient. Listen, I'll be more than happy to discuss the less than one percent for the life of a mother in terms of abortion, way less than one percent. We know what this is about, so go ahead and say what it's about sex is a matter of personal enjoyment and gratification in or outside of marriage with anybody, anytime, anyway. And every once in a while, you're going to get an unwanted pregnancy. So get rid of it because that means you don't want the child. We have embraced Planned Parenthood with its eugenics movement. Cecil Richards has mainstreamed the eugenics movement of the 19th century and Margaret Sanger. Let me remind everyone, people really get upset with me, Tom, because I compare this to Nazi Germany. I think Nazi Germany, is a piker compared to us. We now have a government that approves the lethal assault upon a certain class of people, the unborn, at any point and at any time, and it doesn't matter whether it's painful or not to them. To those who are saying, well, it's not really sure that they have pain, well, let's say it was sure. Would you care? you wouldn't care. You'd go ahead and kill them anyway. It's abortion at any time in any way. That is the exact position of Nazi Germany against the unwanted beginning with the Jewish population. That's where we are. Well, I know what the ultimate answer is. The ultimate answer is a gospel movement. So folks, if you know Jesus Christ, go share the gospel and teach people what it means to follow Christ so that this can be erased. And, dear friends, let's work for public policy and encourage these courageous senators who voted to move this bill forward, and let's confront those who maintain the abortion mills of this society at any point and at any time and for any reason. Let's continue to deal with that public policy and identify who embraces the sanctity of life and who does not.
0: Harry, we're out of time for today. As I mentioned at the top of the program, I want to cover this subject again tomorrow. On tomorrow's program, I want to deal with the fact that we are now beginning to see the embracing of Roe v. Wade and the pro choice, pro abortion movement by some institutions that just a few years ago we would have never imagined them embracing it.
1: I just said something a while ago. We need a gospel awakening for people to be converted and discipled so that the sanctity of life would become embraced, and we would bring a ground-up movement that brings the ethics of the Ten Commandments to bear in life. But here's my problem. It is amazing that in some of the evangelical denominations that hold to the Word of God, that their population of their churches actually embrace Roe v. Wade. How can that possibly be true? Let's take that on tomorrow.
0: We'll deal with that on Friday's edition of Today in Perspective. As we close out, let me challenge you to download the Briarwood app. It's a tool that will enhance your quiet times and keep you in touch with programs like Today in Perspective. Simply go to your favorite app store, type in Briarwood PCA. The app is yours at no cost. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Friday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today and perspective.